June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, even with power restored to most of Texas, the danger isn't over. Now Texans are struggling with a lack of drinking water and food. Misery continues in the Lone Star State. Pipes burst, millions under boil water notices, and the long lines for plumbing supplies in what's expected to be the largest insurance claim event in the state's history. And that deadly winter storm moves east. Slick roads from Mississippi to New York. Vaccine appointments canceled in 32 states. Cruzified for leaving. Texas Senator Ted Cruz spotted on a plane flying to Cancun as his state freezes. Why he says he was just being a good dad and heads back to Texas. COVID's devastating toll. Tonight, the largest drop in U.S. life expectancy since World War II. And minority groups have been hit even harder. Plus, why researchers are saying one dose of the Pfizer vaccine may be enough to protect you. The nursing home scandal. The FBI and federal prosecutors are now investigating New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and his administration's reporting of nursing home deaths. Sweeping immigration reform. President Biden unveils a new plan, including an eight-year path to citizenship. Mission Mars. After seven minutes of terror, NASA lands the rover, Perseverance, on the red planet to hunt for signs of past life. The race to save thousands of turtles struggling in the Texas cold. And the young champion defeats the legend in a battle for the ages. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin with breaking news tonight on the severe weather disaster that is hammering more than 100 million Americans right now from Massachusetts to the Mexican border. As we come on the air, the crisis is expanding. In parts of hard-hit Texas, snow is still falling. And while the power has been restored to millions of people there, about half of Texans now don't have access to clean running water. One city, even warning residents, only use the water they have to sustain life. In Houston, America's fourth largest city, there are long lines for food, for gas, and even for plumbing supplies. Things are also bad in Oklahoma, where President Biden declared a state of emergency after the longest stretch of sub-zero temperatures there on record. And in Louisiana, a million more people also lack clean water tonight. Up and down the East Coast, snow and ice are causing serious car crashes and pulling down power lines, plunging tens of thousands into the dark. This winter storm is also creating a political one, too, with Texas Senator Ted Cruz now under fire after he was spotted on a flight to Cancun while his constituents were suffering in the cold. In a state where the motto is don't mess with Texas tonight, pretty much everything there is. CBS's Lonnie Quinn is standing by with the latest forecast, and our team has a lot of new reporting for you tonight. CBS's Janet Shamlian is going to lead us off tonight from Houston. Good evening, Janet. Nora, good evening. We are inside one of the thousands of homes across Texas that have been ravaged by this storm. Take a look at what a Houston mom and her young daughter came home to. The ceiling is gone. Walls throughout this home are buckling. Everything inside here is soaked. There will be no easy recovery. This is where the desk was. This is what the storm left behind for Sean Theory. When the pipes burst, her world exploded. The house is now unlivable. I mean, this is a nightmare. This is everyone's nightmare. Your home is, your your abode is where you go to find your peace and work. And now um, I'm uprooted. The Texas state representative and her eight-year-old daughter are in a hotel. They won't be able to live here for months. I'm living through Hurricane Harvey all over again. Theory is among millions in a new phase of misery. With the lights coming back on, the horrors of the storm revealed. All the business cards were floating. So water was in the drawers. Water is now behind this wall. Water everywhere or nowhere. The line to get into a plumbing supply store running for blocks. More than 13 million, almost half the state's population, have water issues. In many homes, the tap is dry. It's been a little crazy. We, um... I mean, we've got a ton of dirty dishes piled up. It's been really hard with flushing toilets, obviously. Finding bottled water nearly impossible. Some using snow. So here I've added some more ice. Houston opening 11 sites today, giving away water. You have water? No. But food is hard to come by. Long lines, often bare shelves. This is Walmart, guys. Tonight, frustration boiling over. I feel like we shouldn't be going through this. It's been like three days. Cases of carbon monoxide poison are surging as people struggle to stay warm. And tonight, this video of Texas Senator Ted Cruz arriving back in Houston under police escort, less than 24 hours after he was spotted on a flight to Cancun, escaping the outages. Yesterday, my daughters asked if they could take a trip with some friends, and Heidi and I agreed, so I flew down with them last night, uh, dropped them off here, and now I'm headed back to Texas. There was outrage after these photos became public. CBS News has learned Cruz was originally scheduled to return Saturday, not today. Janet Shamley in CBS News, Houston. 
Kentucky Batiste in New York, where snow and ice are nailing the Northeast. Whiteouts in slick roads from New York to Mississippi. This big rig accident in Missouri. Snow-covered cars sliding off roads in Alabama and trapped in Tennessee. Hundreds of thousands are in the dark tonight in seven states. The Carolinas hit the worst. Duke Energy predicting more than a million customers could be without power for several days. Our power went out. We got electric heat. I got a kerosene heater, but no kerosene. And a strange sight in Louisiana where icicles decorate the trees in this lake. Back in New York, the mayor is pleading with residents to stay home. As much as you humanly can, stay off the roads for your own safety. Central Park has been hit with more than 24 inches of snow just this month alone, making February one of the heaviest months of snowfall here in 150 years. Nora. Wow, Nikki Batiste, thank you. Let's get straight to the frigid forecast from CBS's Lonnie Quinn. Good evening, Lonnie. Good evening, Nora. This is truly a crazy winter. And if you look at our most recent winter storm, it's now into the northeast, but it's kind of falling apart. And if the radar picture will show you, you've got a little bit of snow going into your day tomorrow, but they're going to be very small totals. Thus far, we've already picked up just shy of 10 inches for portions of New Jersey. The irony is we picked up just shy of 10 inches in Texas on the Mexico border. Del Rio set a record today with, again, 9.7, 9.8 inches in that area. But it's not just the snow. That's the big story here. It's unfortunately the cold air that's been gripping that area, and we've got to get some relief. So when does that relief arrive? It's not going to be here this weekend. For the Texas cities of Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Saturday morning you're starting around 20 degrees. By Monday you're about 60 degrees. So let's get you through the weekend. It'll be better by Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday you're about 70 degrees. If you're wondering what's changing, it's the jet stream. There's been a big dip in the jet stream. That allows cold Canadian air to fill in. It's going to flatten out. It'll flatten out by next week, and it's bringing in a much more moderate air mass. So Again, I'm with you folks down there in Texas. You've got to get through this week, and it's still going to be cold. Nora? I know. Thank you. That'll provide some hope. Lonnie Quinn, thank you. There's also some encouraging news tonight in the COVID pandemic. Cases, hospitalizations, and deaths from COVID have all dropped dramatically over the past month. But health officials remain concerned about vaccine shortages and those dangerous new variants. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Tonight, the question on Americans' minds, when will life get back to normal? That likely will be, as the president said, by the end of the year, by Christmas. Right now, severe weather is slowing down the availability of doses, forcing cancellations or delays of vaccine appointments in at least 32 states. California's Disneyland, one of the mega vaccination sites now closed until more doses arrive. To alleviate shortages, Canadian researchers are now urging governments to hold off on the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. They say since one shot is more than 92% effective, a second dose doesn't add much benefit. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus disagrees. There is no data that one shot um, can be protective for these new variants, and I think that's going to be critically important as we look at the whole picture. Today, Pfizer began testing its vaccine on healthy pregnant women. More than 4,000 volunteers are part of the study. And tonight, the profound impact of the pandemic. The CDC says COVID-19 dropped life expectancy in the U.S. by a full year in the first six months of 2020. For black Americans, more than two and a half years. And I miss her so much. So much. 
27-year-old Leilani Jordan was a grocery clerk in Maryland who kept working despite the risks to help her elderly customers. I kept asking for one more day just to touch her one more day. She died in her mother's arms last spring. No mother, no parent should have to walk behind their child going to the morgue. And the sadness and frustration continues for many others tonight. FEMA-run sites like this have their own vaccine supply, which is running strong right now. But city-run sites here in Los Angeles are struggling because of those weather delays. All locations will be closed tomorrow, impacting 12,000 people, Nora. Yeah, those delays all across the country. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. And tonight, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is under federal investigation, accused of covering up the number of COVID deaths in nursing homes. New York was the epicenter of the pandemic last spring, pushing the Democratic governor into the limelight. He even wrote a book about leadership lessons from the crisis. Here's CBS's Mola Lenghi. CBS News has confirmed that federal prosecutors in Brooklyn have begun a preliminary investigation into the Cuomo administration's handling of nursing homes during the pandemic. We are witnessing the unraveling of a cover-up in the implosion of a lying and corrupt governor. In a recent report, the New York Attorney General alleged the state undercounted deaths at its nursing homes by as much as 50 percent. Now the state's death toll is estimated to be 15,000. Even Cuomo's fellow Democrats have begun to turn, joining state Republicans who want to cut off the emergency powers granted to the governor at the onset of the pandemic. That clearly needs to be a full investigation. Uh, we're talking about thousands of people who were lost. Cuomo has said he made a mistake by not providing accurate information after an aide admitted numbers were withheld from the public to avoid some sort of retaliation from the Trump administration. No excuses. Uh, I... I accept responsibility for that. In April, 89-year-old Lorraine Sullivan died from coronavirus at a New York nursing and rehab facility. Ten months later, and her daughter Lori says she has yet to receive any answers. These things matter to family. They matter. What would closure look like at this point? You don't think it can happen? I don't know. How do you get closure when you don't know anything? Mola Lange, CBS News, New York. And back here to Washington, President Biden is hoping to do something no president has accomplished in 35 years, getting comprehensive immigration reform passed by Congress. His plan would put millions of undocumented immigrants on the path to citizenship. We have more now from CBS's Nancy Cordes. Tears of hope today from Angelica Salas. This has to change there's too much pain and suffering. The immigrants her group helps in L.A. could eventually become citizens if the White House gets its way. It reforms our immigration system so our families can stay together. The bill Democrats unveiled remotely today would enable dreamers and some farm workers to gain citizenship in about three years. The process would take eight years for most other undocumented immigrants, provided they entered the country before January 1st, pass a background check, and pay taxes. These are really dangerous criminal aliens. The bill reverses many Trump-era policies, including tight caps on legal family and work visas. Which is a cornerstone of uh, Trump's hateful horror show. 
Winning over Republicans won't be easy. Florida's Marco Rubio called the proposal blanket amnesty for people who are here unlawfully. Even some Democrats worry it could motivate more migrants to try to cross the border. Family arrests at the border jumped 60 percent the month President Biden took office. Mr. Biden said this week he may be open to passing these reforms in smaller chunks instead of all at once. There's things that I would deal by itself, but not at the expense of saying I'm never going to do the other. There are things he can do without legislation. Case in point, today the White House announced new guidelines for migrant arrests, directing ICE agents to prioritize the most pressing threats to national security when choosing who to detain and deport. Nora? Nancy Cordes at the White House. Thank you. Now to some sad news to report. Former Senator Bob Dole revealed today that he has stage four lung cancer and will begin treatment on Monday. Dole is 97 years old. He suffered serious wounds in World War II, then served Kansas in the House and Senate for more than 35 years. Remember, he ran against Bill Clinton as the Republican nominee for president in 1996. And tonight, NASA is celebrating a big success, the landing of its most advanced Mars rover. Perseverance has already sent back pictures and will soon begin its mission to answer a question that scientists have pondered for ages. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. Catch on confirmed. Perseverance safely on the surface of Mars. Perseverance stuck the landing. These new images are proof of life for a mission now searching for life on Mars. Liftoff. The seven-month journey leading to a frantic final seven minutes. The rover hurtling towards Mars at 12,000 miles per hour. Its heat shield surviving temperatures hotter than lava. Deploying a giant parachute. Then firing up eight mini-rockets as a sky crane lowered the rover to the Martian surface. The landing spot, Jezera Crater, is so hazardous with rocks and steep cliffs, it had never been tried before. Why are scientists so interested in that crater? So what this mission is about is finding extinct life. It's a place where there used to be a lake. It's a crater, and if there's ancient life, we think that's the highest likelihood of finding it. Now, Perseverance and its companion helicopter ingenuity may finally determine if life ever existed on the Red Planet. We are a nation of explorers. It's kind of in our DNA. And so this is just part of moving America forward. And this is a scale model of perseverance. It's about the size of a small car. Once they get the mast up, we should get some detailed images of the planet. And just a short time ago, we were here when President Biden called to offer his congratulations to the NASA team. Nora. All right, Carter Evans with that out-of-this-world story. Thank you, Carter. We had to tell you the story about the dangerous cold snap in Texas that has led to the mass rescue of endangered or threatened sea turtles. When temperatures drop, sea turtles become immobilized or stunned, which can be fatal. Nearly 5,000 have been rescued since Sunday. All right, tonight, spectacular pictures from Italy's Mount Etna. Lava shot hundreds of feet into the air along with a giant plume of smoke. Ash and volcanic rocks fell onto a nearby town. So far, there are no injuries, but there are beautiful images. 
It was the young champion and the legend who faced off last night. 23-year-old Naomi Osaka beat her 39-year-old role model Serena Williams to advance to the Australian Open finals. Williams is in search of her 24th Grand Slam singles title, which would tie a record. As she left the court, Williams put her hand on her chest to a standing ovation, leading one reporter to ask if that was a farewell. I don't know. If I, if I ever say farewell, I wouldn't tell anyone. So It was just one of those bad days at the office. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Oh, well, no matter if Williams decides to hang up her racket, she will always be considered one of the greatest athletes of all time. Like her husband's shirt says, not just one of the greatest female athletes of all time. We hope to see her back on the court soon. And a big congrats to Naomi for her hard fought win. Tomorrow, Steve Hartman's on the road with a dad's answer to the pandemic, a rink of dreams. And a reminder, if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to the weekly show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.